0: Today on the Women Mind the Water Art of a the Series, I'm speaking with Nina Azara, who campaigns against the illegal export of plastic waste. She's spreading the word about its ecologically catastrophic consequences. The Women Mind the Water podcast series engages artists in conversation about their work and explores their connection with the ocean. Through their stories, Women Mind the Water hopes to inspire and encourage action to protect the ocean and her creatures. I'm very pleased to speak to Nina Azara to the Women Mind the Water Artivist Series podcast. Nina is an artivist who uses her persona and voice to call attention to the serious issues in violating global plastic waste disposal. Born in 2007, Nina has developed a voice well beyond her years. She speaks about the illegal export of plastic waste from industrial countries to countries such as hers that have lesser environmental controls. In her native Indonesia, the plastic waste is mixed with paper with such ecological consequences as the contamination of drinking water. Nina has stepped onto an international stage to tell her truth. She spoke in 2021 at the Plastic Health Summit in Amsterdam and COP26 in Glasgow. She also has been featured in the documentary Girls for the Future and the Fight Against the Global Climate Crisis. Welcome, Nina. You have been doing important work in calling attention to a global problem. I believe you are sharing truth about things many people are unaware. It is wonderful to meet a young woman who has the passion and poise to take on an enormous issue of social justice and environmental justice and climate change. Nina, in a previous podcast, I spoke to El Wizabono, another woman from Indonesia. is interested in deep water fisheries, so our conversation didn't focus on pollution. However, El did say that marine pollution and debris is a very large problem in Indonesia. El and I didn't talk about the source of the waste, so I was shocked to learn that some of it is imported from other countries. At what point
1: did waste become an issue for you? Uh, Since I was in kindergarten, I often joined my parents to boating along the river to inspect the industrial pollution and trash jams on the riverbanks. because both of my parents are environmental activists. And I started doing campaign on plastic waste import, yeah, importation in 2019. Uh, My parents brought me to a village that called uh, Bangun Village, that become a dump site for foreign plastic trash. And I found a lot of uh, piles of plastic trash and we can see uh, in in front of yard, yeah, of the people's house in that village. And it makes it look so dirty and messy. When I look closely to the trash and most of it were plastic packaging from the USA, from the Europe, uh, UK, Australia, and even Canada. Do you have any idea how much plastic
0: waste is actually generated in Indonesia versus what is imported?
1: So the total imported plastic waste can be 10 uh, 10 to 15 percent of our domestic plastic waste generation. But the pollution impact of this imported plastic waste are localized at industrial area near the uh, paper and plastic recycling industries that will destroy the local environment and harm the people's health with toxic chemicals like uh, plastic plasticizer and also dioxin. All
0: right. yeah. Can you visually tell the difference between the waste generated locally from that imported besides reading the labels? Is it different kinds of trash? Yes,
1: it's it's clearly can be seen visually. So the trash were mostly plastic packaging, yeah of uh, food waste household products personal care products that has brand has company name and country where it produced you're going to find this brand to be sell here in our market so and it also uh wrote clearly like made in usa made in germany made in netherlands so we can see it clearly yes
0: okay so how does the illegal waste get into your country it seems that the volume of waste would be difficult to hide
1: I heard that only about 10% of sample con- containers are being checked. In 2018, in- when China stopped importing plastic scrap, the imports of paper bills in Indonesia increased almost 50% and dominated by unswepted paper waste that contain high level of cont- contaminants. Yeah. So the campaign against plastic waste imports in Indonesia, we have to push the government to strengthen plastic and paper waste imports inspection. And now Indonesia already sent back some hundreds of containers of dirty uh, plastic waste to Australia and USA. And so I'm very happy that now Indonesia has strengthened the importation law and customs at the seaport and strict inspection. And I was told that paper mills now only import uh, cleaner paper bills, and uncertain paper waste has been de- de- declined yeah, significantly. All right.
0: So am I understanding you to say that they mix the plastic that they're importing into Indonesia with paper and that paper isn't looked at, so that's
1: how the extra waste is sneaking in? Yes, yes. So we just buy the paper waste. But the, the the exporter countries, they smuggled the plastic waste. We, we didn't buy the plastic waste. Yeah, that's the contaminant.
0: So what I guess countries like Australia and the U.S. need to have is someone like you who's calling attention to, into we try and ship it out and it's coming back. I don't know what happens to it when it comes back. That That's an important question, I guess, for uh, Americans to ask. Our government should check into so yeah. for people for people who don't know how does the disposal of the plastic and paper waste lead to contamination of drinking water so
1: it comes from microplastic microplastic is the uh, well plastic yeah plastic waste basically plastic will break down into tiny pieces that called microplastic it have same sense with plankton so it's very easy for us to breathe to drink, to eat, and also microplastic in the wastewater of the paper and plastic recycling factories in the village. Well, the plastic scraps are also dumped on the riverbanks and plastic recycling home industry chopped and washed the plastic trash and discharged the untreated wastewater into the river and you know, killed a lot of fish in there. And in Bangun village, they didn't use a river as a... Uh, drinking water source anymore because it's already too dirty because of the plastic recycling factory. And microplastic, it will, you know, microplastic like magnet, it will absorb pollution. Uh, so did you ever think that
0: someone more politically connected or better known than you would have more impact?
1: Or that just doesn't stop you? Clearly it doesn't stop you. <laughs> so... During the March in July 2019, when I wrote letter, uh, I got media attention like Jakarta Post and even Al Jazeera. And the massive media publication connected me with the political leaders and it made me very happy. And such as a parliament member meet me and invite me to speak with other teenagers to fight against plastic pollution. Yeah, it, it made me so happy. And then I was contacted by Germany uh, film documentary, Uh, filmmaker, to profile my action in documentary Girls for the Future that brought me to meet the German ambassador in Jakarta and I have to speak with many journalists. And then I was invited to speak at Plastic Health Summit that provide wider wider global connection and give me more chance to speak up. And also last month, I was invited to speak at G7 preparation meeting Germany. I hope my voice can reach... More political leaders, so they will stop this uh, plastic colonialism and take responsibility to uh, treat their own plastic waste and not dump it to the, uh, not dump it, dump it to the other countries. Well, yeah.
0: clearly, uh, your voice has resonates with all kinds of people. What do you think makes a successful campaign?
1: Media publication and also documentary movie filmmaker. Yeah, it it helped me a lot, and I also invited by international NGO network in Gaia and also from Plastic to join their campaign to refuse single use plastic. Yeah, Plastic Free World, and I also use my own social media, uh, and Instagram to raise the issue of plastic pollution. So I, uh, you know, often ask the youth, the young people. So I educate them with uh, my Instagram account. So, I have to make something um, uh attract yeah attract the young
0: people I, I think i I can see what the answer to my question is it's your passion. you clearly have a passion and and that's infectious. I think that's wonderful. so have you had a chance uh to talk to other young women activists? I know it's really difficult to speak on difficult topics because a lot of people don't want to hear or they get angry. Uh, Would you think it would be helpful to have others to lean on and learn from?
1: Yeah, well, uh, I want to have more opportunity to talk with other young activists. Well, at COP26, I met with Francisco and also Luisa Neubauer from Germany. And I'm so happy that I can be connected and we keep in touch until now. And I hope we can still support each other in our campaign. So after I went to the Amsterdam in Plastic Health Summit and also at COP26, I have, you know, a lot of young activists, yeah, women activists that we are uh, campaigning at the same issue. We are together wanting to save our environment, to save our future. So it, it's motivate me a lot.
0: So what skills or tools do you want to develop to
1: help with your campaigning? Mm, I think uh, communications and also writing and graphic design, yeah. So we have to make uh, cute posters like making videos, making photos in Instagram and also photography, videography, uh, editing also, yeah. So we, I, I usually uh, target the young people. So I have to um following the trend. So, Nina, you've spoken truth
0: to some very powerful people, um, and I'm interested in uh, the responses. Did you get any particular response that you thought was really
1: interesting? Well, uh, for me, it's the German ambassador. Uh, They promised to strengthen the port inspection in Germany, and it makes me really happy. And also from Australia, uh, they're uh, developing, yeah, Developing a rule that they will not ever, they will not sending their their waste to the other country.
0: Do you think that the process is too slow? How do we speed it up, or does it seem to be making a difference and it's stopping fairly quickly?
1: Kind of slow, yeah, because maybe they're still focusing on something. Because I know that environment it's not there. Prioritize number one. They still have a lot of uh, problem in our countries, in their countries. So, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but we still have to keep, uh, you know, keep asking to the government about the environment. Environment have to, you know, prioritize. Yes. What's next for you? Do you have a plan for the rest of the year? Um, actually, I'm making a program called Letter for the Future, uh letter for the future yeah so we make a letter so we well i just basically ask the young people from maybe like zoom webinar like this so i uh, teach them yeah i ask them to uh, write a letter to the uh, to the government yeah to the people they want to target well actually we have uh Uh, step by step first so the first is uh 3a that the first one called analysis so we have to observe what pollution is happening right now in front of us yeah and then uh ambition so we have to target who are going to be our target yeah maybe like uh government young people and what what do we want what are we going to change and then the last one action so the action i ask them to make a letter so, yeah, I will teach them by Zoom webinar like this, and then I will teach them how to make a letter. And then, yeah, just invite children in Indonesia to write letter on plastic pollution and share our ideas to solve the plastic and climate crisis.
0: That's very smart. You're building a community of young people who are going to speak out. Wonderful. So what I want to know is, do you ever have time to just be Nina? Can you clear your mind of the issues and just have some fun?
1: Yes. Uh, maybe chit chat with my friends, making TikTok videos, <laughs> biking and swimming. Uh, but even though my, if my parents, if they, you know, wasn't an environmentalist, as an uh, environmental activist, maybe I will still reading and just looking for the environmental information. Finally, what would you
0: like to say to our listeners? What can they do to stop their countries from shipping waste to
1: another country? Okay. So maybe first for the youth, yeah, for the young people here. So as youth, we are the heirs of this earth and we are the ones who are gonna live in this earth. So we have to, so if we keep letting the present generation, the government right now keep exploiting our uh, water yeah, keep exploiting our earth oil sources yeah and then keep polluting our water our air our uh, soil and keep building industries that will pollute the environment and keep in those, uh, destroying our river sea and forest this will make a very scary or uh, uh, you know very bad impact to us bad impact to the environment so we are going to deal with those in those pollution that's why we have to save our earth and we have to take action right now. Let's start from ourselves and our future is in our hands. For the exporters' country, I just wanted to say that you have to be responsible of your own waste. So you produce your waste, you have to recycle it by your own way in your own country and doesn't pollute the developing countries, yeah? Because we as a developing country we already have a lot of environmental issue that we even, you know, can solve it ourselves and you add another burden to us, it, it really makes me sad. So I really wanted you to stop exporting your plastic waste to Indonesia and uh, take back your trash from Indonesia. Dina, it's been wonderful talking to
0: you. I'm exhausted. You have so much energy and passion that none of us can keep up with you. You keep it up. As they say, you Thank go, you. girl. I hope listeners have been inspired to hear a young woman talk about issues of environmental justice and the consequences of using plastic. I'd like to remind listeners that I have been speaking with Nina Azara for the Women Mind the Water podcast series. The series can be viewed on womenmindthewater.com. An audio version of this podcast is available on the Women Mind the Water website, on iTunes, and other sites. Women Mind the Water is grateful to Jane Rice for the use of her song, Women of Water. All rights for the Women Mind the Water name and logo belong to Pam Ferris Olson. This is Pam Ferris Olson.